0: I don't know if I did. No, because you, you texted me later and said it doesn't matter or something that we would just talk about it anyway.
1: Yeah, that's fine. So <laughs> I think you said something like that. Yeah, I don't even know what I told you, but I probably did. <laughs> something like that. In a world. Where you only have trailers and posters to judge a movie, Jim and Ted strike out to answer the age-old question, will you see it? Hello, Ted. It is episode 202 of the Trailers Junkies podcast, and it's been a while since we had a... Guest on the show. I know. So last was episode 171 with Paul Pasternak. Uh huh. And the industry interview we had uh, last was my cousin Frank. That was episode 144. Wow. And this week we have my uncle Bud, who spent, I don't know how many years, about 25, 30 in the industry?
0: 27.
1: 27 years. 27 years. And now you're retired. And uh, you retired, what, about five-ish years ago or so? Maybe longer?
0: Uh, I retired from the studios in '06. Oh, wow. So it's been, it's been a minute. <laughs> yeah. So what year did you start then? 79. Well, let me correct that. When I was working in Chicago for the sanitation department, okay. I actually worked on two movies, believe it or not, in Chicago where they were filming. We used to set up the police barricades, and I worked on The Exorcist. Nice. And I worked with Uncle Blackie. They sent him down from Universal to work on the Blues Brothers.
1: Wait, from California back to Chicago?
0: Yeah, Uncle Blackie came to work on... Yeah, he was at Universal. Right. And they sent him down to work on the Blues Brothers. And we used to set up the barricades when filming companies would come in. Oh, okay. So I actually got to work on those two shows. While working for the city. And then when I moved to California, I finished up on the Blues Brothers, believe it or not. (laughs) (laughs) Was that your first movie you worked on? Well, I was only I I didn't I wasn't on the production of that movie. I was just cleaning up stages and working with the grips. Oh, okay, okay.
1: So um, just a a brief background then, like, uh, you know, just to get to know you a little bit on the show here and everything. I mean, I I know you, of course. You're my uncle, but. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but for ted and and you know the the listeners and such, give us a brief industry how you got into the uh movies and t v and you know however all that came about
0: well, Uncle Blackie who worked for Telly Savalas for years, he was his personal driver, was the first one to come out. And he was working at what later became Zoethrop Studio. Mm. And um, his first show was Mr. Ed, The Talking Horse. And I was (laughs) devastated when he told me how they got the horse to talk. They put (laughs) peanut butter on Ed's lips. (laughs) That's how he talked. Well, he got my brother in. My brother worked on the tram at Universal. Right, driving the tram. And then he went over to Paramount. He went over to Paramount in air conditioning, later becoming the department head of air conditioning. And there were two Italian guys that had pretty big jobs at Universal. One was... Peter, very good guy. And the other was a guy named Sal. Sal was from St. Louis. Peter was from Chicago. And um, my brother brought me down and I got hired right on the spot. And that's how I started. Wow. And what was your first job then? My first show was Xanadu.
1: Not movie, but but, but the position. Like, was it craft service?
0: No. My first job, I was working with the special effects. Okay. We built the waterfall, the fountain for Xanadu. And wow. I was on it approximately seven or eight weeks. I thought I was on the whole movie, and when and when your aunt Jan and I went to the premiere, I realized they only used about twenty seconds. I was shocked, and it was at <laughs> of the, the eight end. Eight weeks, <laughs> and I thought I worked on this movie. <laughs>
1: That's hilarious. Yeah, and uh, that was Olivia Newton-John who just passed away. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, wow.
0: Very nice. And then when I did go over, when I was done with the effects guys, I went over to craft service mm-hmm. as the second. There were three of us, and my job was bringing Olivia Newton-John and those four gorgeous women water in between their cakes.
2: And I <laughs> that thought, was it. if they could see
0: me back now in Chicago, if they could only see me. That's
1: hilarious. So so Xanadu is your first movie. (laughs) Right. But I love how it's eight weeks of filming and it's about 20 seconds of a movie at the end. Yeah, well...
0: I could tell you about the Adams family that, that might really be hard to believe. <laughs> now.
1: Well, let's save the Adams family for a little bit because okay. what I wanted to do—the okay. um, trailer we're going to talk about later—is going to be Wednesday Adams. Okay. And I wanted to get your opinion on that versus, you know, like the one you worked on and how different. Because I think they're very different. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so from Xanadu then, and you got into the craft service bringing them water, then is is craft service where you stayed then pretty much for the rest of your career? Or did you jump around into other, like, working with grips or doing other things?
0: Well, craft service, it didn't originate as as, um, us putting out food. Okay. We serviced the crafts. Special effects was a craft. Oh, okay. Editing was a craft. I used to set up editing tables. The only thing as far as consumption of a beverage or food that we were responsible for on the show during production, we had two jobs. Opening and closing the elephant door—that was a craft service job. No one can do it. And having water, huh. and we used to get those yellow igloos, fill them up with water. Yeah. And that was it. And then people wanted coffee, and then they wanted donuts. <laughs> and by the time so I the left, vault. we were doing steak and lobster for everybody. <laughs> Cigarettes, Stolies in the freezer for this director. Viking in my drawer for this director. <laughs>
2: That's amazing how craft services has, evolved. has really like evolved yeah. and, and had changed the the definition of
0: what it is over time. I was joking about the Viking. But- <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I did just- have Stoli's in the freezer.
1: <laughs> yeah, Ted, if you don't if you don't know, is uh, a movie producer. He he produced a
2: movie once upon a time. Oh wow, <laughs> wow. The, I, I, okay. Thank you. Yes, I ha- I have produced a movie, uh, but to call me a movie producer, you know, I, I would. <laughs> I'm not PGA, so don't let's not no, let's yeah. not get in there. I produced a movie in '05, uh, so we 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 worked in the industry at the same time. Um, but yeah, it was we were on location in Wisconsin. Uh, shooting a ultra low budget 18 day horror movie. Okay. My friend and I. So, yeah. Wait, the whole movie was 18 days? 18 down and dirty 18, 3 weeks. Wow. One one day off a week for for 3 weeks and and my the director and I, uh we we went 23 and a half hours a day around the clock. That sounds about <laughs> right. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> How about you? You have some long days, right, bud?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My Fridays, I used to start at 630 in the morning and and get finished working at about 3 or 330 Saturday morning. Wow. Now, that's shoot days for television, not movies, right? Right, right. That's TV. Yeah.
1: So what did you prefer, television or or, or movies?
0: Well, money-wise, movies. But as far as... I'd rather work on sitcoms. I didn't even like the one hour shows. Like, I was on Deep Space Nine. You know, they were brutal. Yeah. Because the ships never crashed on a tropical planet. They were always (laughs) these (laughs) deserts out by Vasquez Rock, 110 degrees. It was just terrible. It was terrible. I mean, literally. Yeah. You you stand out in that sun for 12, 15 hours a day in the summer, man. It was brutal.
2: Yeah. You got to feel for the guys in the latex makeup yeah and you start and you started early, early in the in the years, so there weren't there weren't on the safety precautions back in the early times, and oh no,
0: are you kidding? Oh my gosh.
2: Now everybody works over over twelve hours, and people start whining and stuff.
0: <laughs> Nothing like that. We didn't have the—I uh, don't know what you would call them—but when we would climb the ladder going all the way up to the top of the stage to hang the grip beds and stuff, there was no protection behind you. Oh god! Oh,
1: like the catwalk.
0: People would literally freeze. Wow! Freeze, and when you're when you're crawling on those two by tens, and there's an earthquake. That'll really freak you out, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like like
1: OSHA didn't matter when it came to producing TV
0: and movies. The
1: show must go on, right? Exactly, exactly. So craft service today is much different, though. I mean, the way it's evolved. Oh, yeah. What are some of the more memorable shows that you've worked on?
0: You know, I never was on a hit sitcom. I've turned a few down, but I was never on a hit.
1: Like you never made it to Seinfeld. Right, right.
0: Right. I was asked to do Friends, though.
1: Oh, and you turned it down?
0: Well, yeah, because I was on a show and there used to be kind of like an unwritten rule. You didn't leave a show, although later in my career I did. I've left shows. But you didn't want to get in there with a producer. Right,
1: and then they'll blacklist you or something. But Yeah,
0: I mean, I've had shows that I really enjoyed working on. There was one called Off Center. You were down there. I used to get you and Chuck there all the time. Video Village. Right, right. That was a great show. They loved me on that show. (laughs) I was actually pretty safe working because I rarely ever got laid off and I was offered pilots four or five a year that's great which is which is really good yeah it's amazing yeah it is amazing <laughs> actually yeah
1: and the pilots would come in during like the hiatus time when you're off anyway right or
0: well they would come down about two to three weeks after the season would close oh okay for television which was always around March or April
1: and then time off would be would last what about four or five months or? Oh no.
0: I used to work. They would put me, they called it the gang cleaning stages. Oh,
1: okay. So if you're not in production, then then you're more working for the studio at that point.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Keep you on. Keep, yeah. you, keep you going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause they That's don't good. want you leaving, especially yeah. when you're good at what you do. Yeah. They wanted to keep the show people.
1: Okay. When it got to the point you're serving food and it became more of that, how did that work? What were like, did you just do
0: catering? Did you do cooking? Well, both, most Mostly um, catered. I would cater food in. But I had barbecues behind the stage. I'd be barbecuing for 150 people sometimes. It's awesome. By myself. Yeah, just throwing them in. Turkey burgers, veggie burgers. Just
1: throwing out chicken and, <laughs> yeah,
0: and steaks. And-
1: <laughs> I can imagine the prima donnas who would just complain about no matter what food you put out you didn't have the right cereal or something
0: oh yeah yeah
1: you'd have a hundred cereals i bet and they're like the one that's not there they complain about
0: i threw a little box of raisins at somebody because it was complaining <laughs> i didn't have raisin bran and i had bran flakes <laughs> but i ran out of raisin bran so finally i just got the little box <laughs> Boom, and i threw it right at the I said, like, make it yourself steak and lobster again are you kidding me we had this two days ago (laughs) oh man one percent milk two percent milk whole milk lactate milk it was crazy i always said we should be catering to people who are curing cancer or aids or something (laughs) i mean really people would give you a hard time people sometimes people you know when it's free it's easy to complain about Like, tell the cashier on the way out. But most of the people were really cool (laughs) about it and appreciative. I have to say that. Yeah.
1: Well, I know I've been down there a few times helping you. You know, this is like uh, in the early days prior to filming, like, you know, what I mean by early days, er, early in the season.
0: Right. Getting ready, prepping.
1: While they're getting the stage built and while they're doing all yeah. this stuff, I'd help you move in a bunch of stuff. And, yeah. and uh, I'd have to say, though, the few times I've had your food down there, it was pretty amazing. Well, the spread you. you would put out for people.
0: Thank you. It's all about the money. You gotta have the petty cash to do it.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. If there if if your producer or director is is withholding the cash on you, there you there's go. only so much you can work with,
0: right? Exactly. And that would be the case sometimes. Yeah. I mean I've worked on shows where I had two hundred and fifty dollars a day. What the hell do you buy for <laughs> two hundred and fifty bucks? I mean, seriously. For a
1: hundred people. Yeah.
0: Because it's not just the food napkins cups cup holders for those who didn't want to burn their hands i mean it was just you know coffee soda water what's left for actual food nothing yeah and then (laughs) whose fault was it the craft service guy (laughs) (laughs) you weren't using coupons (laughs) i did oh yeah and i made my own i mean so many people would buy their deli platters pre-made i never did that stuff i made them myself i put on my gloves Bought the best lunch meats, diced all my own tomatoes, and I did all that stuff. You remember my guacamole? I'd buy 50 avocados every Friday, make it with my secret sauce, they'd stop filming. The producer would get on the phone and call the people in the office Guac alert. That's what he said. No, I'm serious, though. I'm serious. I had one actor come up to me and say, if I ever get on The Tonight Show, I'm going to tell them about that tub of guacamole used to come out with. 50 <laughs> avocados is a lot. It was like a $300 dip. <laughs> wow. But they loved Guacalert. it. Guacalert. They loved
1: Guacalert. it. Because <laughs> what is it? It's It's got to be like... Ten thousand dollars a minute or something, and they're stopping production to get guacamole. Yeah, that's an expensive guacamole. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll tell you a story if you don't mind me interjecting. Speaking of that, no, by all means. That's why you're here. I was on a show, Home Court. It was about a judge in Chicago. And the warm-up guy was talking about someone who just was doing a phenomenal job. And I'm sitting next to my buddy David, asking him, what ass are they talking about now? They're just bragging about this guy. Here comes the unit production manager, brings me out in front of the stage, in front of the audience. They stopped filming for about 20 minutes. They put the spotlight on me. I'm in front of the audience. All the actors and the cast are there. And all of a sudden, I hear... Oh, but, oh, baby, you are so good me <laughs> that you can not sex with me. It had a cost them thousands and thousands of dollars to do this, not to mention a big fat check day game. Yeah. So I was well-liked, not to brag, but I worked my ass off. And it paid off.
1: Yeah, so they stopped everything to give you, like, kind of accolades as a
0: thank you. Oh, yeah. The network was in the audience.
2: Oh, that's incredible. That's
0: awesome. Paramount Brass was in the audience. It was awesome. Yeah, it was great. Yeah.
1: And that was on what you said, Home Court? Home Court. Yeah. And the funny thing is, I don't think I've ever heard of
0: it. (laughs) It was on a couple years. It was a good show. Yeah.
1: Oh, was it? Okay. Another
0: story about that. I used to get my kids in as extras all the time on different shows. Uh My daughter had one line. She was to say, Grandpa, when the actor, who was Maud's husband in the Maud show, I don't know if anybody remembers that, I forgot his (laughs) name, Cool Guy, when he got off the plane. Well, we're rehearsing. Thank goodness we weren't filming. And my daughter says, Grandpa. Grandpa. Well, my father and I are standing right off to the side, and Jimmy, you'll you'll appreciate this. And my father says, "Yes, Papa." He thought she would. Was-
2: <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they weren't
0: filming; it. it was just a rehearsal. That's like, too goodness. funny. Uh- <laughs> But it was a family. Most of the shows I was on, we were all family. Yeah, yeah.
1: And they were on Seinfeld, too, a couple times, weren't they? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, Seinfeld, Home Court. um, What else were they on? The Mommies. The Mommies. Oh, The Mommies. I remember that show. Yeah. Yeah, I got them on a lot of stuff. That's great.
1: When you got into, you know, movies, television, what was the thing that surprised you most that you didn't know about before going in?
0: Well, I mean, I think one was the hours that we would work because we literally had many times 70-hour workweek.
1: Consistently.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that, and I'd have to say the food. I mean, it was anything anybody ever wanted was thin. Wow. I mean, vitamins and, you know, things we weren't supposed to do, like buy cigarettes. If people were cool to me, I you know, I'd, I'd get them a couple packs. I mean, it was just, you know, that. I mean, the money we would spend on food was was crazy. It was crazy. It's
2: a, it's a big line item, that food.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you're there for, like you said, 20
1: hours or whatever it is.
0: Well, maybe not that long, but some days close. Eighteen, seventeen, eight. Yeah,
1: even fifteen hours. I mean, people yeah. have to
0: eat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're crashing
1: and you got to get the show done, I mean, you got to make sure everybody can perform their duties. A job to get out of there on time and so on. You yeah. know,
0: but but not all producers would think like that. Don't right. They? Yeah.
1: And then you've worked uh, what Paramount Universal.
0: Well. I was at Paramount, which I thought was the best run studio from my vantage point. You know, I'm not a director or anything, but I was at Paramount about 14 years. I loved it. Yeah, from behind the camera. I was at Universal about six years, a couple years at Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. Disney for a year, CBS for a year. But I always considered Paramount my home lot. Yeah. Universal was the most fun, (laughs) but Paramount had to rap together, man. Yeah, probably the most
1: professional, I guess, is... To me, they were.
0: Right. And I'm talking about the back lot operations. Right. I'm not talking right, right, about, right. like, producers. And th- I'm talking about back lot operations. And I think that, well, I don't think. I know that's because the vice president of backlot operations was a craft service person.
2: Huh. <laughs> oh, really? That's awesome.
0: Yeah. New York Street burned down while he was our foreman. And they gave him the task of, if you can get this done, cleaned up. In so many weeks, you're going to be rewarded. And sure enough, he did it. He did it. Wow.
2: So did, did, did he have to rebuild it? Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, I was part of that. I did all of the wrought iron work. Not the welding. Again, I just assisted. Mm-hmm. But I worked with the special effects guys with the fire escapes. The hand railings. That's where a great deal of Seinfeld was filmed. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know if you remember, I mean, they did it at CBS, but they used our back lot all the time. You know, I don't know if you remember the, the episode about the rye bread on Seinfeld. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. that was New York. I mean it was all our New York. The Marble street. Rye. <laughs> exactly. With the fishing rod. Did
2: did you work at when you you said CBS? Did you work at the Radford lot over there? Yeah. Okay. I went I I worked at the Radford lot for a half a year for the for the execs in development there. And it was funny they were they were filming Greek. I don't know if you know Greek. No. Um it was like it was a it was about kids in uh college so it's like about the the fraternities and stuff and every time there were like 300 extras it would take you an hour to get into work oh yeah but you knew you didn't you knew you didn't have to you knew you didn't have to get lunch because they were feeding all the extras so when it came time to eat you would just go down so you were one of those guys right (laughs) exactly i was in the the office getting the call (laughs) saying like all right it's time for us to go and eat
0: oh man We didn't like those guys. (laughs) I like you, though. A matter of
1: fact, I'm looking behind you. You have the Paramount Pictures uh, lot studio on on your wall. Oh, look, the map.
0: Yeah. You know, I interviewed for a show with the vice president of network television, an Italian guy. And I lied to him about my experience. And he knew it. (laughs) <laughs> and he said, Don't ever BS a guinea from New York. And I said, oh. <laughs> You know what? Being that I'm a guinea from Chicago, I should have known better. But then he hired me, <laughs> then he hired me to revamp and start an archive room of blueprints. And I used to go to these meetings downtown with <laughs> him, tie on, big shot, organizing all of these blueprints going back from the days of Bob Hope and Bing Crosby. Wow. You know, those blueprints. Wow. It was fascinating. And when I was finished, the job ended, and I went back That I went back to the Jenny McCarthy show after. Oh, okay. But I did that for six months, and I really enjoyed it. And while I was having blueprints made, I had an extra one made of Paramount.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Yeah, so then... Jenny
0: McCarthy show. I mean, the great person, by the way, she was awesome. Cool.
1: Yeah. These are all different kinds. There were like scripted sitcoms, scripted hour shows like Deep Space Nine. You're looking at, uh, you know, movies, Xanadu or Adam's Family Values and so on. The production of these different shows must have been like drastically different, I would assume.
0: Well, what do you mean? production how:
1: Because the Jenny McCarthy show is
0: similar: Oh, you mean from a feature to a to a sitcom?
1: Yeah, or from a sitcom to like her show was more of a what do they call it like reality TV show or something correct?:
0: No, no, it was a sitcom. Oh she had a
2: sitcom. Mm-hmm. She had a couple. Oh, it was
0: a sitcom. But the one I was on, she was it was she was a it was a sitcom.
2: Oh, okay. So
1: you never worked on like the reality TV show kind of. Yeah.
0: Well, I did Entertainment Tonight. Oh, like a new. Uh, uh, well, if you want to call that news, I guess it's news. An entertainment news show <laughs> with Mary Hart and John Tesh. Yeah. Yeah, I always tell people I was on ET, <laughs> and they think I was on that ET. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When I was really on that EG. (laughs) But it was fun. I loved it. I really did like it. Short hours. It was great. I loved it, man. It was fun.
1: So if you could have, kind of reliving the the past if you could, what would be the ideal type of a show you'd be on or movie or?
0: Sitcom. I loved sitcoms.
1: Okay, yeah. 30 minutes or whatever, 22 minutes in and out. Well, it
0: wasn't in and out. They were sometimes longer no, around on show night. They were brutal. Yeah, yeah. They were brutal. They were 17-hour days on show night.
2: To get a 22-minute show recorded. Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of takes on some of those sitcoms. Oh, my god, <laughs> You'd be
1: surprised. Yeah, they just want it perfect And then,
2: so if you're working on that And you're working craft services did you Have you been on there when they have to like feed the audience Because it's been so long with the audience
0: I hated that <laughs> That's I the was, worst, like, right? It was like, such a mess Because then you have to clean it And everybody acted <laughs> like they never got a slice of pizza Or chicken with exactly, nuggets what before I mean, really <laughs> It was barbaric. You would feed the audience? Not, not often. It happens
2: if you if you keep them. Yeah, if you keep them six hours. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was on a show at Warner Brothers where I used to have to go to McDonald's and get you know tons of chicken McN- you know, and then they throw them candy like they're in the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy.
1: Oh man,
0: poor people. They just came to see a show, man. Not to be treated like that. I want a chicken McNugget after you. Sitting-
1: they come to see a show. It's three o'clock in the morning and you guys still aren't wrapped. Sometimes. <laughs> now, I mean, is the audience still there? Are they just like leaving at that point? They have to be leaving.
0: Oh, no. A lot of them leave. A lot of them leave.
1: Yeah. And then they probably go back home to Iowa and say that was a miserable experience <laughs> going know. to the movies.
0: You know, I, I don't know. <laughs>
1: I remember being a kid, and I don't know who it was. It might have been your brother or somebody would get people in to see, like, Happy Days or Laverne and Shirley. And, yeah. and they would go, and I'd always want to go, and they'd say, No, Jim, you're not old enough. <laughs> and I'd be like, I don't know, 8 or 10 or whatever I
2: was at the time. Oh, man, I would have died if I got to go to Mork and Mindy. Mork and Mindy was, like, my first, the first TV show I loved.
0: My brother had a very good relationship or friendship with them.
2: Um, Robin Williams? Yes. Yeah yeah oh, okay, oh, wow. That's awesome,
1: yeah, and he's talked about like Michael J. Fox too, and stuff before you know,
0: yeah. Yeah, he was. My brother also was friends with one of the producers.
1: Oh, cool. Now, you know, obviously we don't want to call people out here and throw them under the bus. But I would imagine, you know, when you're looking at all the people you've worked with over the 27 years, I mean, it probably runs the, the gamut of the nicest, most genuine people you've worked with all the way to the most outrageous assholes that you could ever imagine coming across.
0: Yeah, but to be fair, the assholes were in the minority. Mm -hmm. Well, that's good. I mean, I've worked with some actors that were just, you know. I mean, Michael Douglas, that guy was great. I mean, he was just so polite. Nick Nolte was one of the guys. You know, when are we out (laughs) of (laughs) here? And they'd come to us because, you know, are we doing the second meal? (laughs) Are you ordering pizza at, at midnight? You know. No, there was a lot of good guys, a lot of good actors. Most of them were good. Yeah, with me anyway. No, I mean I'm sure they were good with everybody. If they were good with me. Most of them were good. I had a couple. I had one guy I think wanted to beat me up. <laughs> literally, literally. We were rapping. He wanted something to eat. Everybody was going home. I wanted to make him a turkey sandwich, and he was very offended that I offered him a turkey sandwich. But everything was put away. Yeah.
1: So wait, last minute before it's time to leave.
0: Yeah, well, people were already leaving. And I offered to stay and give him what I had. Yeah. And boy, he put his hands down on this, you know, the eight-foot table. Ugh. And I thought, oh, boy. <laughs> so what I did was the very next day I left, because Jag was calling me for about two months. And I called them up that night. And I said, you still want me? <laughs> yeah, start Monday. This was a Thursday. So I went in the next day and I gave my notice. Ugh. There you go. And then
1: you started with JAG on Monday? Yeah.
0: Well, I I was pretty sure I was going to get it. Yeah. Because they were calling me. Yeah, and um, I really liked the producer that I was on the other show with, and he was kind enough to hire me again on like four or five shows. Wow! So
2: he he knew he knew he knew the dynamic. He knew what was going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't leave like that for no reason, you know? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you don't want to feel threatened at work.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, I didn't really. Well, I don't know what I thought. It was so long ago, but he was in a stance like. I'm coming at
2: you. coming across this table, yeah, exactly.
0: And I thought, wow, this is insane. Man. But and I used to go because at Disney you couldn't cook, so I would go every morning and get this guy breakfast. And I would go on my own time to get this particular. I don't even want to say it because it might. Be- yeah, yeah, yeah
2: too much don't, don't give too much away <laughs> right but a food that he liked yeah i
0: would drive all the way out to like um parthenia and, and i would do it like three times a week on my own wow my own gas and everything and, and then you know he wants to beat me up because all i had was turkey after everybody left
1: yeah that's insane but that's rare yeah
0: that's rare yeah
1: and that's good that it's rare because you know a lot of times you hear about you know i mean and in the news media like entertainment news and such. Like like most things, you hear about the bad yeah. apples, the bad seeds. Right. You don't hear about the good deeds people do all the time. Yeah. Until they die,
2: and then they're the greatest people there right.
0: were. You the, know, the, drama
2: cells, the drama sells. The
0: drama sells. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When, when when I was on the Mommies, we had that earthquake. Man, I got thousands of dollars worth of gifts because our house was pretty well trashed. It just bought everything in
1: it. Oh, that was a 94 Northridge quake.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the the two stars of the show got together. I was actually embarrassed. Aww. They gave me wow. so much. Aww. I mean, plates and checks and cash and it was crazy. Most of them are good. Most of the actors are really nice. Back then, I don't know how they are now.
1: and you have to figure though i mean if you get to do that for your career and make a decent living at it i mean how can you like i would find it impossible to be like cynical and angry at life oh you know you should be like thankful that you have this amazing career
0: you know i miss it i tell my wife all the time i wish i could go back i loved it I loved it. Yeah. But, you know, it was a time. It was 27 years I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I didn't enjoy every day. And I didn't enjoy every show. Of course. But overall, <laughs> I had some shows that I absolutely hate. But overall, I really enjoyed it and made some good friends. Made some good friends.
1: Yeah. And I think that's true for every every job, every career that you have is at some point, yeah. you know, you look at it and you're thinking, this is just terrible. <laughs> Yeah, at times. But when you look back over the big picture and stuff, it's it's always not even the job that you miss, but it's the people. Yeah, Yeah. the people and stuff.
2: They don't call it fun. They call it work. So (laughs) eventually every now and then you have to do work. And it was work. (laughs) If you if you enjoy it, you know, more than you don't, more than not, then then at least you got something.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And then with the union, I was actually on the executive board. For about a year and a half and for a short time I was also a board of trustee. I got to sit in on the negotiations one year.
1: Oh, that's an interesting uh experience.
0: Yeah. When my business agent was sick, they sent me up north and I always said I was with the big Italians from New York, all <laughs> the <laughs> Union guys <from> the Union. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, and that was cool. Because I was a big union guy at that
1: time. I guess l- let's kind of wrap this uh, section up and stuff. We could talk a little bit about um, Adam's family and the and okay. the Netflix series and such. And but so in our family, like what you, cousin Frank, your brother, Uncle Blackie,
0: who else worked in the um, industry? Was that it? Oh, is- Suzanne's husband was a department head of transportation at CBS Radford. Ken. Oh no, not Ken. That was her first husband. Don. I f- Don. Great guy. Great guy. I liked Don. I really liked him. Very nice man. Very nice man.
1: Yeah, so everybody at the time, essentially, was working in, well, not everybody, but a lot of people at the time were working in the movie and right, film industry, right. and now we've switched over. We all work in education. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was the only one working production, though. Oh, okay. Oh, no, wait. Uncle Black, it was production. I'm sorry. Well, when he drove for Kojak and stuff, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that would be considered production. Maybe not. I don't know. I really don't know.
1: So then, like, with air conditioning and stuff, what's that considered?
2: Just working? Work it-
0: maintenance. I always called it maintenance. Oh, maintenance. Okay. You know, you're not actually part of the show.
2: Yeah, facilities and operations. Yeah.
0: Although you're on stage when, when there's a problem. They need you.
2: Especially when it comes to air
1: conditioning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's 100 and whatever out in Burbank.
0: But I still think, given the choice, they'd rather sweat but eat. <laughs> maybe not i don't
2: know you mentioned jag uh uh did you meet katherine bell
0: yeah (laughs) yes
2: she's she's a she's a crush of mine she's 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 amazing
0: (laughs) she was nice i wasn't on production with that what we did was we were but we were there while they were filming but we would go like we would go up north to the navy bases Ah, because you know it was a naval thing. We would go up to like Oxnard. They would have ships. We would go Greek them out. They would call it mm-hmm. like if they were fighting the Russians or something. We would put the giant flags up. You know, things <laughs> oh, like, that's right. awesome. Yeah, greenery,
2: second unit stuff, right?
0: Like- I guess you could call it that. Well. I get no, I don't know. No, a second unit would be a filming company that's filming oh, another okay. part of the show. We weren't okay. with the filming. We were just getting it ready prep, for prep, when they okay. would come down, when they would come down. Yeah, so
1: you would flag a country that they were
0: fighting or something. Yeah, or Vietnam Village, we'd be putting in palm trees. You know, that was a hard job. Jag was in the, I blew out my shoulder on that job. Yeah, oh, man. I had two surgeries. From that? Wow. Well, I. you know what? I don't know if it was, I moved something. I always thought it was just working over the years, and then I did the thing that put it over. You know what I mean? Because we did a lot of heavy work. It wasn't just a food craft service. Sure. You know, when we were working with the grips, we were lifting up the walls, Mm -hmm. loading them on trucks. It was very heavy work. And I think after 27 years of that. Just wore out. It wore out. So I I don't want to say it happened right on Jag, but it was something I moved on that show that caused me to really notice it. Let me put it that way.
1: Mm. Yeah. And moving adult sized or well, fully grown palm trees around and planting. And I mean, those things aren't light either.
0: That was heavy. Yeah. Because you'd be with a two wheeler you had to balance them things man that was heavy and you had to dig the hole to put it and you're
1: pushing a two-wheeler through sand i'm sure
0: oh yeah or like if you had to go to the (laughs) if you worked at the ocean i mean you're pushing these dollies and everything through all of that craft service was heavy work man people think it's just the food far from it far from it yeah you're in there with the grips you're in there with the special effects you're moving editing tables if they still have them now I don't know if they still have it. Probably
1: not. You guys are the utility. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Wherever
1: they need a hand, it's like,
0: call bud. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, let's jump ahead again. Like I said, you worked on Adam's Family Values and that, you know, I, I always view Adam's Family as like a grim comedy in a sense. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's kind of dark tongue in cheek you know monster movie sort of a thing but it looks like this netflix one is actually playing into that with much less comedy
0: yeah i'm not i'm not even aware that that that's going on it's on netflix now well yeah it's a trailer i sent you the link you, i'm I'm assuming you didn't watch it yeah i don't know if i did no because you you texted me later and said it doesn't matter or something that <laughs> we would just talk about it anyway yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think it said something like that.
1: Yeah, I don't even know what I told you, but I probably did. Something like
0: that. So I didn't but I will though, now that I actually know what it is, I'd like to check it out. Is it a cartoon or an actual movie or a series? It's a
1: series. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a live action series. So Oh, I'd
0: like to check it out.
1: It looks like it focuses on Wednesday, the daughter Wednesday. Yeah. And her character is a bit odd for the show, I guess. And it it has the thing where what would you say, Ted? Like, she's a murderer. Like, she wants to murder everybody or something?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's always been her character. Her character's always been right. one of the darkest in the family. Be afraid. <laughs> Be
0: afraid.
2: Don't, don't turn your back on her, you know? like. <laughs> right, exactly. That, that kind of thing. So I think, uh, yeah, I mean, this follows that tradition of, you know, what she guillotines all of her dolls, you know? What I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, she's. She's trying to kill Pugsley nonstop, so <laughs> so I think it's you know it it, it follows it's, it's uh it's the first uh, Jenna Ortega vehicle where she kind of leads since leaving uh, Stuck in the Middle," which was the Disney Channel uh, series she was on at a younger age. She's done a lot of work on the on the edges and sidelines movies and television shows and things like that.
0: Now who plays her
2: so Jen, Jenna Ortega is like the main familiar, so yeah but... so she's been acting she did stuck in the middle she did a couple seasons of the tv show you um she was just in this uh in a horror movie called x for a24 so she did you know a24 film she's doing a lot of stuff
1: it sounds like that's her 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 thing is to do horror
2: <laughs> she you know she's i think she's gonna it feels like she's she's trying to stretch because this is this is horror, but this is horror comedy. That was, the, you know, X was like horror kind of slasher, so more traditional horror. So it's it's interesting That's this the genre is called comedy horror. So I don't know, yeah, right. it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I think you know Tim Burton's directing this, so oh wow, how you know it's it yeah. feels like it's gonna. It's gonna go right, right in the wheelhouse.
1: Yeah. So, working,
2: you know, doing what you did for all
1: those years, and you know, this is Trailer Junkies podcast where we talk about movie trailers and like kind of what's coming down the pike with regard to movies, TV, and such. Does your career or, or your former career, I guess that you retired from, does it influence how you view, still view movies today and such, or do you kind of suspend disbelief and just go with it?
0: Yeah, more the latter. Okay. More the latter. I still look for mistakes. <laughs> I still look for the microphone hanging, you know, I, I, I look for that stuff. My brother's very good at it. I am cousin Frankie is. Yeah.
1: Because you've been there so long, you know, but
0: that's the extent of it. I like to watch a movie for the movie television show for the show.
2: But if it's a, but if it's a boom shadow, then yes, you're going to call it out. We had, we were, we were doing exteriors and, uh, and I said, look at that. Is that a boom shadow? And and one of the guys said, No, no, the, the, the boom said, No, that's not my shadow. And it was a branch of a tree that was that was casting a shadow. Oh, wow. And uh the, the cinematographer said, Well, go break that off. Go break off that <laughs> branch of that tree because it looks like a boom shadow. You know, How it looks funny. like a boom boom. <laughs> and and they were like it doesn't matter if we're in post and it looks like, you know, it, you're not going to tell everybody that's not the boom mic. You right, know what I mean? Exactly. You're not going to be able to, you know, if have a disclaimer. disclaimer if to the boom, yeah, is a real branch, <laughs> it was like, if it looks like a boom shadow, it doesn't matter what, what's, what's casting it. <laughs> that's too funny. <laughs> yeah, and then Uncle Bud will call you. Exactly. Right.
0: Or my brother. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, because if you don't suspend disbelief, then what's the point of watching it? Because that's the yeah, that's the whole point of television is to know that Seinfeld is in New York and not on a back lot somewhere in CBS or Paramount in in L.A. And that was the the thing about like even the office, you know, they were supposed to be in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah. But when they're filming in Chatsworth and you see palm trees in the background, oh, right. it's just like, what are the, they got to move away from the palm trees? <laughs> yeah. you know, So you look like you're in Pennsylvania.
2: They filmed they filmed so much of the exteriors here, like in Reseda and Encino in this area. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. And you can always tell
1: L.A. too because of the high curbs. And the big blue street signs you know <laughs> yeah. and and all that stuff, where when you look at if it's supposed to be Chicago or new york, like it just it just doesn't match yeah, yeah overall, though, I mean you know it sounds like you had an awesome career and. And uh, I mean, to tell, you know, your wife that you still miss it, you wish you could go back. I mean, says a lot for, you know, the experiences you've had and and, uh, you know, the exciting times it was.
0: It was fun. I enjoyed it overall. I loved it.
1: So before we get out of here, um, what's probably, you know, your most memorable moment, you know, that comes to mind and, you know, we'll, we'll probably end it with that.
0: I think it would be the time on the show that I was talking about home court when they stopped filming for about 20 minutes. And I realized how much it cost the, the show to do that. <laughs> That was pretty incredible. It really was.
2: Was it? Was that? Was that an anniversary of yours? Did do you know? It was like. Was that no. twenty? It was just. It was just the. No, it was nothing.
0: Show. We were just. They just wanted to do it, and you know, That's really awesome. made me feel good. It wasn't the cast, although they went along with it. It wasn't the cast that started it. It was the crew. Nice.
1: Oh, so your peers?
0: Yes. Yeah. That's what really made me feel good. I mean, I loved it that the cast was in on it. Don't get me wrong.
2: And and execs, and they got the you know the the well the, the crew execs would the execs. be in the audience
0: anyway. Yeah, they yeah. didn't come down for me. I didn't mean okay. to get that impression. Okay. When 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 it's show night, the network is there. The right. vice president, network television is there, and and just the fact that they did it and all these people were in the audience.
2: That's awesome, yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah. Kind of yeah. showering the accolades. Yeah, that was like a highlight. That's amazing. That was like a highlight. Yeah, thank you.
1: Yeah, and it's so cool too because just knowing – the, the cost of production to put it on hold like oh, that yeah. I mean that in and of itself yeah I mean even if they gave you nothing like you said right. they gave you a big check and right. stuff even
0: if they gave you oh, nothing
1: yeah. and just wanted to recognize you yeah. that in and of itself is or the appreciation for you front and center right there you know yeah so yeah pretty amazing so anything any last things uh, before we cut out and then um you know you're now uh, not
0: really it was fun I enjoyed it reminiscent
2: yeah you're now a trailer junkie for life that's that's right, right. A, honorary trailer okay. junkie for life for sure
0: yeah thank you. yeah
2: welcome back welcome back whenever you want whenever you have anything to say
0: well, thank you I appreciate that thank you guys it was fun I enjoyed it
2: you know anytime you get stories keep a little note card write them down <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> I got enough to fill up at least one more show okay awesome <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do but now this was a good introduction
2: and uh
1: yeah, yeah, so I had a lot of I had a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, so did I. And it was nice meeting you. Nice meeting you too. Appreciate it, Ted. Alright, Uncle Bud. All right. All right, Jimbo, talk to you later. We'll talk.
1: Next week, join Jim and Ted as they disarm another Hollywood bomb or marketing masterpiece. Remember, the Holy Trinity of Podcasting. Subscribe, like, share.
2: Special thanks to Jeremy Kent Jackson
0: for the voiceover and Rahelio for the music.